A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, everybody. You are listening to Going for Gold, the weekly women's health podcast. My name's Roisin Devshire-Kane, I'm Senior Editor on Women's Health, and this is your weekly chance to plug in and be inspired to work on your health and wellness. This week, we're talking blended families, couples workouts, and feel-good habits with former reality TV star Kate Ferdinand. Now married to ex-pro footballer Rio Ferdinand, she's an ultra-loving stepmom to his three children, Lorenz, Tate and Tia. And I think it's fair to say she truly won the hearts of so many viewers after their documentary, Rio and Kate Becoming a Step Family, aired on BBC One earlier this year. She's also one of the women going through the unique experience of being pregnant in a pandemic with her little boy due later this year. In this episode, she chats to Women's Health's Editor-in-Chief Claire Sanderson about the unlikely ways pregnancy affects you in body and mind, how she's adapted her high-intensity workouts to slower, more mindful training, and why, since she's been pregnant, her and Rio have stopped bickering in the gym. Kate also shares the strategies she uses to stop falling down an anxiety spiral and why authentic happiness rather than perfection, is the goal she's shooting for right now. Hello, everyone. My name is Claire Sanderson, and I am the Editor-in-Chief of Women's Health. Welcome to our podcast, Going for Goal. And my guest this morning is none other than Kate Ferdinand. Hi, Kate. How are you today? Hiya. I'm really good, thank you. How are you? Yes, good, good. Working from home for the six months, I think. So getting getting used to the weird world we live in. Um, and how are you? Because I've just seen on um, Instagram that you're having a baby boy. Oh, it's really exciting. Um, yeah, we found out at the weekend we're having a baby boy. The kids were desperate to know. So really, yeah. we've done the reveal for them. Um, and it's exciting. I can start buying some blue clothes now, <laughs> some white and blue clothes. So you're going to have another smelly boy in the house. And I've, I've got a little boy, so I say that with love in my heart. But um, <laughs> Yes, me and Tia are, are very outnumbered. It's going to be the fourth boy, and she can't believe it. I don't know if she, she looked like she was going to cry. Uh, she said, I've really wanted a girl. But, yeah, another boy, more football boots, I suppose. I'm going to be at football matches for the rest of my life, I think, at this rate. I, I just want to say that I think you are remarkable. Um, and I say that with the utmost respect because in my my research for this podcast interview, I have to say I've cried when um, I've read just 
what you you've done for your your three stepchildren and how you you were really quite young when you you took on the responsibilities of becoming their stepmom and and the challenges you face and I really do think that you are a remarkable woman um I, just just tell us a bit how you're you're finding the experience in lockdown actually with having three young children and all the hormones of being pregnant how how have you found how have you coped Firstly, thank you so much. That's really nice of you. Um, lockdown has been a, and it's an experience to put it that way. Um, obviously, I was pregnant and the children didn't know, and it's something that I've struggled with is sort of being pregnant with my first biological child and still being a mum. So I felt mm. like I had all of these new experiences that I didn't know what's going on, but I'm still like a stepmom or a mother figure to three kids. So I struggled mm. with that quite a lot. Um, being a teacher and a cleaner and everything was difficult. We're we're sort of through the other side now, though. The kids went back to school on Monday, so there's time to just breathe. I think I sat on the sofa on Monday and there was just silence. (laughs) Me and Rio just looked at each other. We went, there's no noise. And it just felt amazing. Um, But, yeah, it's been difficult. It's nice. I think the kids are happy to be back at school. We're happy. It's nice as much as we all get along as a family. I think it can be overpowering to be in each other's company for six months so they're enjoying the escape and so are we and we come back together as a family unit for dinner and and in the mornings. Bit more of a normal existence rather than as you say the very intense family life that we all had to endure especially us us mums um in the beginning and did you do the whole homeschooling thing which which must be the challenge when you have children of different ages so you know different learning capabilities yeah we done that and, and I did struggle with that quite at the beginning it was really difficult because the three children are all of different ages they all need different types of help you know, they learn things slightly different to how we learned it when we were back in school. So sometimes you're explaining stuff to them and you're just completely confusing the life out of them. <laughs> and they're like, you're making it worse. I said, I'm so yeah. sorry. Um, but as it went on, to be fair, our school was really good and they had teachers sessions online. So they had a lot of support from school, which made it a lot easier for Rio and I. Um, and they, I said to the teachers, please, can you just give me an example? If you, If they've got a question they need to... Um, answer can you give me an example so at least I'm explaining it in the right way rather than confusing the kids a million times more um it was a learning curve for all of us I think you're you're so right there (laughs) I remember um an occasion with my seven-year-old trying to teach him long division and (laughs) drawing it out to how I'd learned in school and I had to really delve into the depths of my brain to even remember how I did it and and he looked at me and just shook his head. He was like, "What? You know, what are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's it, Zach. That's it. And yeah, you're right. And I was confusing him more. And some of the terminology they use as well, especially in English. I don't know if you you found some of the the grammar. Although, uh, yeah, well, Tia would have been doing the same as Zach. Some of the grammar terms in English. I'm thinking, was I ever even taught grammar in school? I just, you know, it's just. They seem so much brighter than I ever was in school, I have to say. Yeah, I was on Google a lot. Let's put it that way. I was Googling, what is this? What is this? Because Tia or Tate, Lorenz would ask me a question. I think, God, I don't know the answer. Um, So it's it's been funny, to be fair. So the first morning when you were getting them all off to school, how chaotic was that? I've never seen Tia jump out of bed so quickly. In our house, it's a very early... We have to leave early for the school, so we get up around 615 
And normally it's a struggle to get them all out of bed. I just went in her room and she literally jumped from the bed. She actually scared me. I went, oh, my God, are you okay? And she went, oh, she was so excited to see her friends. So Monday morning it was it was different putting on the school uniform and it took a bit longer than normal. But they were all really excited to get back to school, which is nice because normally they dread it. So it's a nice feeling, them all being excited. And did Tate go to, to high school or was he in the same school? He, he's in year eight now. They're all in the same school. It, it goes from primary all the way through. So right. he's got, gone into year eight and Lorenz is into year 10. So they're all they're all really growing up. Scary. Oh, goodness me. Teenagers in the house. Goodness yeah. me. That would be, be a challenge. And then you've got your, your new little boy coming into the world as well. How have you you found your pregnancy? Have you, have you felt well or has there been ups and downs? I think at the first three months I've really, really struggled. I'm normally really active and I run around like a lunatic just doing everything constantly. And I just couldn't. And that's something I couldn't get my head around. I couldn't get my head around being tired and not having the energy to go to the gym. Um, For the first three months, I struggled. But as I'm in the second trimester, I feel a bit more normal, doing more, more active. I feel a bit more like myself, if that makes sense. Um, But I've got a really bad back, which I've been struggling with a little bit. But apart from that, at the moment, I feel quite good, just a bit tired, a little bit tired, but that's it. So is is your bad back um, a symptom of being pregnant or is that something that you struggled with before and it's been exasperated by? Yeah, I've always had a bad back. When I was like 13, I think, I fell off, we went to Lapland and I fell off a schema bill and really hurt my back. And I've always struggled with it, but being pregnant, it's just, you know, some days... I'm fine and I'm normal. And then, for example, yesterday I went to walk the dog, got to the park, done a lap round. I couldn't carry on walking. So I had to ring someone at home and say, I'm really sorry, can you come and get me? I just physically couldn't continue because my back was in so much pain and I had to get a lift home with the dog. The dog wasn't too impressed. But again, today I feel fine. So it's just different. You feel different on different days, I think. The thing is with back pain as well, and I, my, my husband suffers quite a lot and it can really affect your mental health as well, can't it? Because it's so painful and you can't relieve it. Does it Does it, Does it? it often get you down mentally as well as physically? Yeah, I think I, I struggle with my mental health anyway. I really like to be active and being active helps me on a day-to-day of my anxiety and things like that. So when I can't do things, I really struggle with it. And that's, like I said at the beginning, something that I just struggle with in pregnancy because I'm just used to doing everything. And it's where I say to me, Kate, just sit down. Just, you just need to sit down and relax. But I, I don't know why I just feel guilty when I do. So, yeah, it's it's difficult having back pain and not being able to do everything that you're normally used to, especially when you've got three kids already and they're running around like lunatics. They've all got different football clubs. Dinner needs to be cooked. Washing needs to be done. Me sitting on the sofa, my mind is going crazy with all the jobs I need to be doing. Well, what you're just talking about there is mum guilt. You know, we when you when you're a mum, you you live this constant. Oh, I'm not a good enough mother. I'm not a good enough wife. I'm not a good enough teacher. Recently, you know, homeschooling, and it it sounds to me that that's what you're experiencing that that all of us mums go through. Yeah, exactly that. I feel <laughs> I didn't take Tia to horse riding the other day because my back was so bad, and I just felt terrible. Like it was just mm. eating me up inside. And I've just I suppose I've got to learn to just try and not let it bother me as much as what it should. You know, like if I'm not feeling good, it's not going to be good for anyone because I'll just be moaning. So it's trying to manage that, I think. I think for me, 
the thing that like, I'm most nervous about having a new baby is just that having enough time for everyone because I want to spread my time equally and be able to do everything with everyone. I think that's what I'm most nervous about, really. Um, ab- absolutely, and and I, I feel that as well. I only have two children, but you you you, you would never want to feel that you were favouring one or the other. But but ultimately, we are only one person. You're a person. I'm a person. And actually, what would benefit our families more is if we preserve our own well being. Because if um, if you're feeling the best version of yourselves, then then the family will be um, content to to be around that. Very true. I, this is my mantra, but sometimes I forget it. <laughs> I need reminding. So you've just reminded me, and you are right. We can't we can't pour from an empty cup, can we? Absolutely. There's been some research by um, Sport England about um, women and children exercising, and and what it says is that one of the main reasons that women say they don't exercise is that they don't have time and the reason for that is is that we do put everyone before ourselves so we will put the shopping we'll put cooking tea we'll the you know the the school the school run the everything else that we need to do and at the very end we go oh what about me and then we find that there's we feel there's not enough time in the day when when really what we should do is put our put ourselves first yeah it's true well to be honest with that one thing exercise i saw i try to find the time I'd, yeah. I'd get up at 4am to go just because I know that I do feel better and, and I do suffer with anxiety sometimes, so it really does help. So that's mm-hmm. one thing I'm quite good at, at at trying to do. So how does your anxiety manifest itself? It just comes from, I, I, I don't know, it's something that I've just suffered with for like my from when I can remember really and I can start over the most simplest thing and it's just my mind playing tricks on me and it gets out of control. But I do find that if I, you know, exercise or go for a walk, it just, I seem to feel better for the day. Mm. Just fresh air. Just, yeah. There's, there's so much research that says fresh air is, is absolutely wonderful for your immune system, for your soul. And we, we, we don't get enough of it as, 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 you know, in the UK, in the summer, we might get more, but in the winter, we all go indoors. And then we wonder then why our mental health suffers when the, the days are shorter. It's so true. And I, I also think that sometimes it's just, even if it's half an hour where you're not really thinking about anything apart from, God, I've got to lift this weight in a minute and I really can't be bothered. Whereas the rest of the time, my mind's ticking thinking about all the million things I've got to do for the day. I'm quite yeah. a worrier and I'm quite, I'm very organised and sometimes it yeah. takes over my mind. So just being in the gym, focusing on holding the plank or whatever it is that I'm doing seems to just take my mind off of all of that. So what does training exercise look like for you? At the minute, it's very different for what to what it used to be. I, I used to be a bit of a machine and I'd be training like six times a week doing a mixture of like weights and cardio. At the moment, I've found that when I do weights, it's really aggravating my back. So I've been doing Pilates for probably most of my pregnancy um, on the reformer and some mat Pilates as well. And they're only half an hour sessions and I probably do them like three times a week. But if I'm feeling having a bad day, I won't do it. I, that's something that I've learned through pregnancy. If if I feel really awful and then I do it, it just wipes me out for the whole day. Whereas prior to pregnancy, I would just do it and force myself to do it because I'd feel better. I, it's now like I do listen to my body and if I need to rest, I do. Um, and Pilates just seems to be, 
it, it helps my back as well as keeps me moving. So the reason why I'm sure you, an expert has told you this, but maybe one of the reasons why your back is is being more compromised is that you you lose core control while you're while you're pregnant. Because um, I'm amazed. I'm assuming you would have an amazing core strength when you're when you're not pregnant if you train six times a week. I'd like to think I did. Yeah. <laughs> I think I did. <laughs> yeah, but it is. You're just off balance as well. I think. Yeah. You're completely off yeah. balance. I mean, yeah. It's funny because you walk up the stairs and you're out of breath, and I said, I don't know what's going on. You're just yeah. getting used to like having a human growing inside you, I suppose, isn't it? Well, true story about me. I've had two car crashes in my whole wow. life. Both have been when I was pregnant. One with the first pregnancy. One with the second. And I will insist. But the reason I crashed is because when you're pregnant, your spatial awareness goes a bit as well. You sort of you're off balance. I mean, you bump into things more easily. I'm I'm convinced something goes on to women when they're pregnant that makes them more clumsy and more prone to that type of accidents. I am. My mum calls me calamity Kate. I <laughs> am calamity anyway. I'm known for broken breaking bones. Just I've always seemed to have an injury. And I always walk in stuff. I've always got bruises on me. But since yeah. being pregnant and also since wearing a mask, so being pregnant and being in a shop and wearing a mask as well, I just am all over the place. I keep knocking things over in the shopping, in the like Sainsbury's. It's just so embarrassing. I think it's yeah. the mixture of the pregnancy and the mask. I just have got no awareness of my surroundings. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I hear you. hundred, hundred percent. So you mentioned that you're doing Pilates now. Does that give you the same buzz as the kind of cardio and lifting weights did pre-pregnancy? Pilates, I found a lot mentally harder um, mm. for me. It looks easier, I would say, but I find it just so much harder um, because with the weights, you sort of do your reps, 10 reps or whatever it is you're doing, and I just chuck them on the floor. There's a bit of anger in me. Pilates is very like about the breathing and you've got to hold everything for much longer. So I find it more difficult, but I do feel good after I've done it. Yeah. So, but, but then prior to your pregnancy, I know from looking at your Instagram that you and Rio have an amazing home gym. So is that when you would do your, your, your workouts together? In fact, I watched some of your lockdown Ferdinand fitness um, yeah. workouts on YouTube. Lots of fun. Um, so do you, you, you and Rio normally would work out together then in your home gym? Yeah, we're very lucky. We've got a lovely gym. Um, and normally, I mean, if he's here, we would normally have a workout together. Yeah. But at the moment, that's gone out the window. I'm a bit competitive and I get a bit jealous when he's doing a really good workout and I'm struggling to even do a squat. So at the moment we're having separate workouts, but I'm sure once the baby's out, we'll be back doing the workouts together again. But he is a former professional athlete. so <laughs> He reminds me of that often, let me tell you. <laughs> I don't know why I'm just a bit competitive. I think it's it's good compet- competition. Like he pushes me to like do better, if you know what I mean. So does he train you? Does he put you through a program or is it, are you just sort of training together? We just train together. We have most rows. We don't row. We row only in the gym <laughs> because <laughs> if we go, say, on a holiday and we both are going to do a workout together, we both think we know best and we both right. think we know the workout that we're going to do today and we just bicker in the gym. It's so funny. It's the only real place we really do bicker. <laughs> Give me an example of something that you would bicker over then. Is it the he, he, form? I don't, it's just pathetic, seriously. He might say, well, we'll do this today. And I'll be like, well, no, I thought we were doing this and this would go better with this. And it just is, I don't know, we just probably bicker about what exercises we're doing. We both get annoyed because we both think we know what's the best exercise to do. <laughs> 
Did you think <laughs> you'd carry on with the Ferdinand fitness videos? Or was that very much something that you just did in lockdown? I mean, we sort of launched it. We launched it because of lockdown and, you know, we just thought it'd be fun. And it, it sort of felt like we were connecting with people at a time when it was sad and hard to, you know, felt hard to keep going through life. Um, but then I fell pregnant. So it all sort of went funny. Um, I, I did love doing it and Rio loved doing it as well. But at the moment, it's just not something that we can continue mm. because I just can't keep up at all. And Rio's work schedule is really busy. But I think we both are really into our fitness. So it's definitely a route we'll be looking to do stuff in. We, we love it. It's mm. part of our life, really. The gym and the kids. The kids love their exercise. They play football and horse ride and all these activities. We're quite a active family. Yeah. I was, I was just about to say that. I know Lorenz was behind the camera for the yeah. videos that you, that you did, but it's such a great example to, to show to young children because the children look up to their parents and they, and they want to be like them. So if they see you exercising, then they too hopefully will, will lead a very active life that they can take into adulthood. Yeah, I think, to be honest, the kids are quite, they like it. They're really into their football. They like their dad, the boys. So they love exercise in any way. And just think it sort of brings us together as a family, even, you know, walking the dog or doing small things together, it brings you together. Like before I met Rio and the kids, they would never walk. And now we've got a dog. I mean, I brought my dog, Ronnie. Um, It's just something that we all enjoy doing. It's just exercise, but family time. You can mix the two together. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Because you, you said in, on the documentary that heartbreakingly beautiful documentary that, that you and Rio did that you just want the children to be happy and and can I can I just say your relationship with them is 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 so is so beautiful and God forbid if anything was to happen to me I I really hope there's a Kate there to to scoop my children up so but what family rituals do you put in place for the children to be happy is is it exercise or do you have any other rituals I think just 
we like to exercise. I wouldn't say that's a ritual. I do think it's good for us. Family time is really important, I think. I think sometimes we can all get caught up in like working and schedules and after school clubs and just having that family time together is really important. And we really communicate. So just being open with communication and we tell each other when we're sad, we tell each other when someone's upset us. So we all know where we're at and we can be sensitive to each other. I think they're really big things. It's it's really quite amazing that you have this emotional intelligence when it comes to parenting, when you were you know, the, you weren't with these children from when they were, were such a, when they were toddlers and babies. And it's it's really, it's, it's remarkable. I know I've used that word already, but it is remarkable that you seem so natural at, at parenting three children who, who have been through so much. And if you can just talk to me a bit about how you and Rio have found your way to to creating this wonderful, happy home for the children. You, you've mentioned that you've been in therapy, for instance, with Rio. I mean, when you say it like that, and I think, God, you're looking after three children, I think back and I do think it is mad how we've ended up here. But I think, and it's been hard, it's been a, a really difficult journey. You know, the children, Rio and the children have been through a lot. Um, they've lost their mum and their nan. So they've been through a lot of heartache. I don't, I think it's just, I just love them. I know it sounds really cliche. I just want what's best for them. And I just want everyone, all of us to be happy. So we just based everything around that. And discipline. I think children act really, they don't like being told off or they don't like it when it's strict. But actually to have some form of structure, their life was always very structured when their mum was here and they lost Mm -hmm. that for a while. So just to have that structure and that love back in place, they feel safe and secure. And that's what kids need. They just need structure, don't they? They need, yeah. they need to feel secure. They need to have a safe home where they can, they can flourish. And all the material things in the world are nowhere near as important as just love and, and structure and stability for, for happy children who will thrive. Yeah, it's, like you said, it's a safe environment. For them to come and they can be themselves, but there is boundaries and, you know, you've got a, you can't be crazy. I think that everyone's happy knowing where they're at. Does that make any sense? How I've just mm-hmm. said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, and, you, and you do have happy children and it's it's wonderful that you're now bringing another child into the family and and everyone's really excited and there's there's no there's no jealousy and it's just a, a wonderful breathing new life into the family home I think you know that was we're just sometimes we sit here and we say we're just so lucky that the kids are this excited like we we could be in a position where they weren't happy. They were dreading us having a baby, but they're so excited. It's just so special. Like even at the weekend when we done the gender reveal, and they were just so happy. They were screaming, and it it's just feels really special. But I do oh. think I've lost my mind though. I've got to have four kids, three dogs, and I just don't really know what. <laughs> it's just all going to be a bit crazy, I think. But hey ho. Yeah, but I'm three dogs as well. Yeah. Me. You really are a superwoman. Oh, God, um, a crazy I, woman, maybe. <laughs> um, I'm going to go back and talk a bit about um, your mental health. And, you, and you've spoken that you suffer with anxiety. Has has that got worse during your pregnancy? I feel like I've been a bit emotional. I feel a little bit, I'm not sure if it's 
mm, it's hard because I don't think it's got worse. I think I'm always managing it. If that makes sense, mm. so I might it might have peaks and it might go down a little bit. So it's it's probably the same. But I am quite emotional. I feel a little bit insecure. If I'm being honest with you, I, I feel like not like me, and I I struggled with that for a little while. I think I'm getting my head around it now, but I feel insecure with like just how I look a little bit and my changing body. And even like, I know it's, it sounds very like superficial, but even I don't know how to dress for this. You know, like I just feel like I've lost everything that I always sort of knew, you know, your body, you know how to dress, you know, it's all sort of changed. So everything that you know has changed. And I did struggle with that a little bit at the beginning, to be honest. And how has Rio supported you through this period? He's so supportive with everything and he thinks I'm crazy for being insecure or not feeling good. But I think that's just my own insecurities. I couldn't fault him. He's, you know, if I'm tired, he cooks the dinner. He helps me with absolutely everything. So I know it sounds a bit soppy, but I couldn't really ask for anything more from him. Um, It's just my own issues, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's very, I'm, I'm somebody who, suffers with depression and anxiety and it's it's quite hard to explain it's in fact it's impossible to explain to someone who doesn't understand you know because any concerns that you may have to other people may seem ridiculous or superficial but when you're going through them they're very real to you they're really maximized aren't they and you say it out loud and it does sound very silly sometimes Mm. I mean even even down to you know just like looking at other pregnant ladies on social media I think like I put up an Instagram post when I was first pregnant because I would look at everyone and they're cradling their bumps. They all look so happy. And like they're just, and I'm thinking, I am struggling over here. I'm tired. I can't cook. I'm struggling to cook. I'm struggling to manage the kids. I'm just exhausted. And mm-hmm. I found that sometimes looking on social media can sometimes make it worse because everything looks perfect from the outside. Um, yeah. And I really just want to try and, not be that person and just try and be open and honest so that people have got someone to relate to. Yeah. Well, you just hit the nail on the head about social media. There, it's, it's a very curated look at everyone's perfect life, but no one's life is perfect. And, you know, everyone, many people, I would say, I should ask, should say, when they're taking pictures, they take 50 and choose one to put up, you know, it's, um, but that com- comparison can, can definitely negatively impact your mental health. 100%. Yeah. Um, Sarah Vora, who's an NHS psychiatrist who works a lot with women's health, one of her tips is in the morning, do not look at, so- at social media for the first couple of hours of the day because if you if you do, it sets you into a negative pattern for the rest of the day, a negative thinking pattern of comparing yourself and thinking negatively about yourself. So that that's something I try to do, not to go on Instagram first thing, you know, and only go on when I've had a coffee and breakfast and I'm in a in a better frame of mind generally. It's crazy that this is our life, isn't it? That we just automatically pick up the phone and we just are looking at other people or we we can just so easily get onto social media. I think sometimes you just do it without even thinking. You just go on your yeah. phone and you sometimes I find myself looking, but I'm not even looking. I'm yeah. just scrolling and I have to actually say no no right I'm going to put the phone down and go and do something because you yeah. can just get caught up in it I think sometimes that's especially with the children at dinner time we say right phones in the middle because otherwise before you know it you're all just on your phones or picking up a phone yeah. call and you, you're losing that quality time mm. even when you're watching Netflix in the evening my my husband's terrible for it he'll 
we sat there watching some really quite complicated drama that he <laughs> can't follow at the best of times anyway. And I find myself explaining to him what's happening. <laughs> but then he'll just be on his phone. And it's like, why are you not engaging with watching a drama with your wife? You know, what is so important on your phone? And like you say, it's almost, um, it's involuntary almost. It's just this instinct that we just pick up our phone if it's next to us. I'm exactly the same as you. And I must drive Rio mad. I go, are you watching? Are you watching? Did yeah. you see that? Did you see that? I don't think you just saw that. And he's just like, oh, I'm watching the programme. <laughs> but, yeah, you just, like you said, you just you just don't even know you're doing it sometimes. That's how crazy no. it's got. And it, and it must be even more difficult for you because you are a public figure and you do have an, a very large following and you have discussed in the past how you've been trolled for being, quote, fat and ugly. How did you deal with that? Um, probably at the time, not too well. I think I do now. I'm still not great at it, but I try to say that social media or other people's opinions, that is not me. Not everyone knows me and knows what I do day to day. And I do try to have a break. Like I just stay off it for quite a bit of my pregnancy. I don't even think I went on social media. I just found that I couldn't keep up with the kids, the holidays and everything. And social media just wasn't a priority. And when I'm not on it, I do feel happier. Like sometimes I think it has, it's sometimes it's so positive and like you can connect with people and share stories and it can make you feel so much better. But I think if you're not in the right mindset, it can just be a really negative place. So I think I just learned to sort of manage it and realise that if I have 10 days off social media, does it matter? It doesn't matter because everyone that I know and love knows I'm okay. It's just, it's just knowing when to have a break for me and not mm. actually listening to everyone's opinions. I mean, people write some crazy stuff on there, and you, sometimes you can get caught up in reading it all. I, for one, will never read the uh, the comments on, for example, like the websites like the Daily Mail or anything like that, because I just used to get caught up in reading them, and it would make me upset, and I just I just won't do it now. But the, the comments on the main online are hilariously <laughs> negative, aren't they? It's they're, out of control. Oh, um, unbelievable. Un- unbelievable. I, I, There was an article about me on there um, a couple of years ago. I did something for, for Women's Health and the comments about my appearance, like 39 and the rest. <laughs> I, was like, oh, I, am, I am 30. Well, I'm not now, I'm 42. But, oh, God, you know, but it was, and it was even worse. You know, she looks like she's had a hard life and all this. And I thought, goodness me, these people have got no idea who I am and they're commenting. So I can only imagine the negativity that must be levelled at, at someone like yourselves. And a lot of it's born out of jealousy, by the way, and boredom, isn't it? It's keyboard warriors at home who've got nothing better to do. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they must be so bored. But it would. You, it did used to get me down. If you're sort of insecure about a certain thing, like I used to be, I've got really like quite short legs and I've, they're not my favourite part of my body and they used to really hate them. And people would point that out all the time and it would make me feel really like even more insecure about it. So I just decided that I don't need to read this rubbish. So I just don't read it. And sometimes I see my friends, they go, oh my God, did you see what they wrote on the day? I go, no, 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 don't want to hear it. And I said, and please, can you not read it? I tell my friends not to read them. I said, because I don't like you reading it because it annoys everyone. And these people, we don't even know who they are and they're stressing Mm. us out. So yeah, yeah, try just not to engage with such negativity all the time. I think it's really important. Yeah. And it's, it's com- yeah, it's, it's complete nonsense. So, so you're absolutely right. So, how much longer do you have to go now before um, 
before your little boy comes into the world? Is it? Do you have a few months left? Three or four months left? Yeah, I, I'm in my third. Tri- I'm in, oh no, that was a complete lie. Um, I'm in my second trimester. The baby's due around December time. Right, so it's going to be a Christmas baby. Then. <laughs> yeah, that would be. As um, the I have friends who are pregnant, and they say that the whole pregnancy experience with COVID has been different. The scans and stuff. The their their husbands hasn't been allowed in with them for the checkups. Have you have you found that? Yeah, I think like obviously we'd really like to take the kids and do things like that with them. So it's been a bit of a different experience to what you imagine it to be. But, mm. you know, it, I just think we're just lucky that we've got a healthy baby. So I'm trying yeah. not to focus on all of that and just record the scans for the kids and they can, we all watch it when we get home and put it on the TV and things like that. So, mm. tr- yeah, but I, I have seen a lot of things on social media about, you know, husband's not been allowed in for the birth which seems crazy when people are down yeah. the pub but hey ho yeah <laughs> yeah a lot of discrepancies in what the the, the covid approach but we leave yeah. it there. yeah let's not get into that <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it sounds like rio has been so supportive and so hands-on it must be frustrating that he maybe can't be as involved as he would have been if the covid wasn't happening yeah, he's been really good, really good. Um, I'm singing his praises here. <laughs> Have you been sending him out to get ice cream at 11 o'clock or something? Or I've had no crazy? cravings. I've had none. Oh. Well, actually, I'm going to look. At the beginning, I really just had a jacket potato every day. I've got to be honest with you. And I yeah. never really eat potatoes. I'd, I'd maybe eat a roast potato on a weekend. And I just yeah. fancied one every day. Um, but after that, I haven't really... I haven't really had many cravings. I don't know. I haven't had any. I don't know if they're going to come or no. Well, you you might get them when you give birth. And that, that I'm, this is a true, true phenomenon apparently, but I had it as well. As soon as I gave birth, I became obsessed with rich tea biscuits. <laughs> and I would literally have to send my husband to the garage at 11 o'clock at night because he was going to work the next day. And I was like, oh, I have to have my rich tea biscuits <laughs> for the morning. So you never know. It, it, they might come later. Time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Kate, the name of this podcast is Going for Goal. So can you tell me what are your goals or singular goal that um you you have for the for the remainder of this year and next year when when you become a mum? Mm, that's a hard one. I feel like they change often. I had loads of goals at the beginning of 2020 and it all just seemed to change. But really, I know this sounds soppy again, just to be happy and content and try not to get too stressed over things that aren't important find that I've I I spend a lot of my time worrying about unnecessary things so just to try and be more present and not so worried all the time about unnecessary things that's like my main goal from one mum to another I really do think you are Wonder Woman so um you I know it's hard, for, you know, impossible for me to say to you, you don't need to worry because you are smashing it from what I can see, from from everything I've read about you and looking at your Instagram. You you truly are uh, incredible. And and thank you so much for joining me today on Going for Goal and, and good luck with your birth in December. And I hope you have a, a wonderful Christmas as a, as a family and a mum of four while you're going to have the <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that sounds scary, doesn't it? but thank you so much thank you so much it's been a lovely chat okay take care thanks Thanks. Thanks. bye 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 bye
Oh, what a lovely sounding woman. All the best to Kate for the rest of her pregnancy. And it certainly sounds like that little one is going to grow up surrounded by love. As ever, we welcome all your comments, reviews and questions. So get in touch with us. Our Instagram handle and email are both in the show notes. And if you have a health goal you'd like us to tackle in an upcoming episode or a celebrity you'd love for us to interview about the health and happiness habits, you can drop us an email or a DM about that too. We'll be back next week with more inspiration and know-how for working towards your health, fitness and wellness goals. Catch you then. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.